All right, and we are live. Oh, wait, forgot the little light. What's up, everybody? How's it going? Oh, don't tell me it died. Okay, it didn't die. Good. We don't want it to die. See, today I came prepared because I actually have the headphones on already. That way, when the hat comes on, we already do what I do. This is the first time wearing this blazer. Not sure how I'm feeling about it. It's supposed to be like gray, but it's coming off a little bit more interesting mm. does it look great to you guys mm. not great obviously it looks great but gray like the color gray i don't know um what's up everyone welcome back to inform daily i am your host anthony cabasa i hope you guys can hear me mike is on okay um it is august friday august 11th year of our lord 2023 uh what's interesting about today is uh it's reminding me it's friday august 11th but also, I believe this October, we are due for a Friday the 13th in October. So I can't wait for spooky season. Um, because it's going to be October 13th. And I think it's going to be good. How cool would it be if we could like watch a movie together? You know, like watch like Friday the 13th on October the 13th. the the 13th, And then I got everybody, you know, like pumpkin spice latte for us to like be able to watch it together like a watch party can you do that on zoom will you get like kicked off of zoom if we have like a watch party of a movie like if i stream a movie there hmm it's too much to, th to think about gray man anthony kind of gray kind of brownish see okay but here's the thing is the brownish me though you know what i'm saying like am i the brown and uh-oh Come on. There you go. Okay. Wait. Okay. We fixed it. Nothing like a good licking. <sighs> Jokes are going to go off in the comments right now. All right. Today in the news we have, it is being verified that Elon Musk of X, formerly known as Twitter, will be fighting. Uh, not just like Twitter online fighting, but he's actually going to get into a physical fight with um Mark Zuckerberg out of Meta. It's going to be streamed on both platforms. And uh, we've got some good news with that. Los Angeles Times says that COVID-19 cases are up everywhere due to the heat wave that is also causing the Maui fires, apparently. We're going to discuss that later. This is the headline. COVID-19 COVID is heating up all around, pun intended, this summer. Should we be wearing masks again? Yeah. No, nothing says uh, let's defeat the heat and, and try to cool down with having to wear an N95 mask everywhere you go. Okay, yeah. Are masks coming back? I don't know. You're going to have to stay tuned and, and find out about that. Uh, obviously, today's headline, Utah man killed by FBI pointed, quote, allegedly pointed a gun at agents before the fatal shooting. But there is a lot of mystery surrounding this man and what really transpired. His name is... Greg Robinson, and people are saying that he was unjustly murdered by the by the FBI agents. We'll see. Uh, obviously, you guys uh, wanted me to talk about the Maui fires. How did it really start? Was it a giant laser beam out of space that Bill Gates is controlling? I'll let you guys know all about that. Um, and then we'll go over some of the devastating fires, some of the videos, some of the images that we are seeing. Praying for Maui right now, man. It's pretty devastating. I think actually Elaine 
if I'm not mistaken, aren't you there right now? Like one of my followers, I think she just went to vacation with her, with, um, with her family there. So hoping that you guys are okay. And then we do have some breaking news coming out of Marietta Unified School District uh, right here in California. Another parent win for parents out there against that school board. I'm telling you, man, I was just talking about this. Who was I talking about this with? I was talking about it. Oh, with Pastor Tim Scott. I was on a show yesterday going over the Glendale protests uh, that were happening with the Armenian community and uh, Representative Adam Schiff. And um, we were talking about how we believe, we both believe and agree that it's going to be the parents that are actually going to save Los Angeles. There's going to be enough pissed off parents. The Armenian community is coming on board. They're very well organized. Uh, they're very well funded as well. Uh, they're a very tight-knit community. Uh, and, and they're coming out and they're protesting. So we're going to go dive into that. And then lastly, I have here for you guys, is Donald Trump the chosen one? Is Donald Trump, Donald Trump been handpicked by God to save humanity? Has he? Is he the chosen one? Is he the second coming of God? Is he? Is he the Messiah? I don't know. The reason why I bring that up is because there's actually an article floating around written August, earlier. Uh, this God, I hate these. This is why I hate these stupid little headphones. They don't stay in. I have tiny little disfigured ears and these headphones don't stay in. But whatever. We're doing it for the we're doing it for the. Um. <laughs> Carla, like I purchased it two days ago. Magas will use it. Yeah, man. Uh, conservatives, uh, specifically Mr. Wayne Allen Root is saying, I don't mean to say I told you so, but I told you so saying that Donald Trump is the chosen one by God and he's going to be saving Israel and he's going to be saving the earth from utter collapse. That's right. I'll read into it. And uh, I want to hear your thoughts on that. But before we get started, obviously, you guys know. The cowboy hat's sitting back there, my boys, ladies and gentlemen. The cowboy's hat, but you already know the rules of what it takes for me to don the cowboy hat. So as of right now, no cowboy hat is coming on, but we'll get into that first article. But before we get started, make sure you hit that like button. Make sure you hit that subscribe button and make sure you hear, you hear the horror horror that you share the uh, link with at least two friends this week. And, uh, of course, also, uh, let's make sure that we head on over to my website. Um, as you guys can see, when you head over to my website, it actually has subscribed to my newsletter for 10% off. So you get 10% off when you subscribe for the newsletter. Uh, you can also use promo code uh, HEATWAVE because, obviously, the HEATWAVE is going to make us, uh, you know, uh, go into authoritarian rule. Uh, it's what's causing the fires uh, worldwide. And it's also what's requiring us to wear N95 masks in. So if you guys head on over to my website, informwithanthony.com, uh, you guys can see that we have some awesome merch there. If you're a subscriber, you get that 15% off. If you can't find that code, it's been the same. It's always the same for uh, the folks um, uh, that are subscribers. It's the same code that you guys have been using. Uh, but if you guys need help with that code, let me know. But if you head on down there, even if even if you never want to donate to me, even if you never want to, even if you hate me and you're like, dude, I will never donate a dollar to you, you stupid grifter, uh, which I was called one yesterday. Pretty hilarious over on Twitter. Um, at least sign up for my newsletter uh, in case I get banned. We're going into 2024 season. Conservatives will be getting banned, censored going into it. I can almost guarantee it. 
Uh, just subscribe to my email. You get cool notifications. I also post about uh, updates on California and Los Angeles SoCal protests and things coming up. If you sign up for that, you get all those cool details. All right. With that, Mr. James Pineda, he ended up doing it. Thank you so much, man. Vaquero Viernes hat comes on, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you so much for the $5 spot. Really appreciate you, Miss Queso. Yeehaw, Cowboy Friday. Let's do it. And then my sis, and that would make Trump the Antichrist. Mm. Thank you so much for the $5, my friend. All right. Let's do it. All right. Bro, I'm ready to be a Texas Ranger, man. Just If you're a Texas Ranger and you're watching this right now, just hire me. I promise you, man. I, I need We need the guns, dude. Okay. So imagine this with some nice Levi's, right? Some nice jeans, good old American jeans, man, with the cowboy belt buckle, some boots. And then what I need is, okay, so I've always, if, if I were ever to get dual guns, they've got to be revolvers. I feel like if we're going to Texas Ranger, we've got to get the revolvers. So we get two revolvers and they get strapped into like the sides. I'm okay with like a belt buckle. I feel like that's more like a little bit more Hispanic, which might work out for me. But a belt buckle where it's kind of like loose on both sides, like kind of kind of like coming down in the X, and then you have them like on the sides, right? Personally, personally, I love the concealed like under the blazer. You know what I mean? Like when, when you're like, you know, um, like so you're out patrol, you know what I mean? And then you see some like you know, some guy looting some some woman, you know, like if this is Grand Theft, Grand Theft Auto, you're out and about driving around, right? You're just like, okay, driving down, right? And then you see someone and then they're, they're getting robbed and then you get out of the car and you're like, Sheriff Cabasa, put your hands in the air, you know, stop right there, thug, you know, or whoever the person might be. Uh, like that would be cool as opposed to like having to go into like your holster. This is like a very like common, you know what I mean? Like, hey, like, Put your hands up in the air. Something about this, though, you know what I mean? Like, oh, am I reaching for my wallet? Right? Am I am I reaching for a business card, perhaps? Nope. It's my revolver. You know, and by the way, pro tip, guys, if you guys are ever getting pulled over by the police, don't waste time. Don't waste time. Have things prepared. When he gets there, the moment he asks you, you're ready to do it. You know what I mean? So they pull you over. You roll down your window. You tell them what seems to be the problem, officer. Like, can I see your license registration? You say, oh, yeah, I got my license for you. I got it right here. And then just go like that, but, like, have, like, your wallet. You know what I mean? Like, like this. And then I'm telling you, man, cops love when you do that. You know what I mean? Cops love it when you do that. You got, you know, like. Oh, yeah, I got my driver's license, officer. I got it right here. Boom. Just go like that. You know what I mean? And I am I promise you, dude, there's going to be no problems. Obviously, because of YouTube and how sometimes insane people are, I have to say that's I'm, I'm kidding. Don't do that. Don't ever do that to a police officer or a sheriff. Even if it's me pulling you over, even if it's me like, hey, there, little lady, I pull you over my Prius, right? And I'm like, hey, there, with my little siren on top of my Prius, you know, and I'm like, hey, there, little lady, um, you know why I pulled you over today? And they're like, no, I have no idea. Like, all right, I need to see some license and registration. And then you you go to me and you're like, oh, yeah, I got my I got my license, officer. I got it right. Bam. And then go like that. Oh, dude. Just telling you, it all comes down who has the quick draw.
It all comes down who's quicker. And nine times out of ten, I'm quicker. I'm just saying, I've been working on my reflexes, but I'm ready, dude. I'm telling you, Texas Rangers, hit me up. I'm ready, man. I'm ready. I'm not moving to Texas, though. So maybe a California Ranger. Is that a thing? I know there's like forest rangers. Are there, is there like a Texas range? Okay, I'm not going to Google it because then we're going to go down a rabbit hole. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we've got this first bit of information here. Mr. Elon Musk himself, this was uh, just today. It says the fight, meaning the fight uh, that him and Mark Zuckerberg have agreed on, the fight will be managed by uh, my and Zuck's foundations, not the UFC. Livestream will be on this platform and on Meta. Everything in camera frame will be ancient Rome. So nothing modern at all. I spoke to the Prime Minister of Italy and the Minister of Culture. They have agreed on an epic location. And I know what you're thinking. Nothing would be more of an epic location than, say, the Colosseums, right? Where fighters used to go fight. Apparently, it's not the Colosseum. Uh, apparently, Italy had offered up the Colosseum for them to fight in. I think it's because they, they don't want people trying to get inside. So I think they're going to probably do it like in a private location, semi-private location. I don't know if they were to do it in a Colosseum, the old uh, Roman Colosseum. I think people like, I think they'd probably want to sell tickets. They want to preserve the Colosseum. I don't know. I don't know what all this, but I know what you're thinking. It'd be really cool with the Colosseum, but probably not going to happen there. It says, uh, everything done will pay respect to the past and the present of italy huh that's kind of like a weird follow-up you know what i mean so he posted the original tweet everyone's like all right cool let's do it and then it says everything done will pay respect to the past and present of italy what does that mean everything done will pay respect to the past and present of italy are we resurrecting the roman empire what's going on here and then a last follow-up tweet says and all proceeds go to veterans, which I'm a veteran myself. I actually tweeted this. I'm a veteran myself. I'm super excited to get my paycheck in the mail uh, from the proceeds of this fight. It says all proceeds go to veterans. I mean, he didn't specify what kind of veterans. So if you're a U.S. veteran and you're watching this, you've probably got a nice chunk of change coming toward you uh, via check in the email. Uh, make sure that you uh, go to the Bill Gates Foundation website. Um, I, I think they're the ones taking down your name, your blood type, your social security, and your address. Uh, so make sure that you connect with Bill Gates Foundation so that you can get that check in the mail from Elon Musk. Um, I'm pretty sure you guys are cool with Bill Gates. Pretty sure. Uh, but there was another follow-up by somebody. Uh, this is the, dog, the doggy designer. Uh, how was the MRI? And then uh, Elon said, I spent three hours in an MRI machine on Monday, meaning this Monday. Bottom line is that my C5 and C6 fusion is solid, so it's not an issue. I guess he had a fusion of a C5, C6 uh, vertebrae. And uh, but uh, so I guess he went to go check up on it, making sure that he's OK to fight. And it says, however, there is a problem with my right shoulder blade rubbing against my ribs. I says, which requires minor surgery. Recovery will only take a few months. So I'll be very honest with you. This kind of threw me off because I'm like, oh, dude, that kind of sucks. Like, first, we know it's not going to happen anytime soon um, because it's going to take a couple. He needs to have minor surgery for his right shoulder blade so that it, I guess it's not rubbing up against his rib. And the recovery is going to take a few months. So we're probably not looking 
for a fight until like August of 2024, which some people have speculated because Elon Musk, if you don't follow Elon Musk over on Twitter or on X, I guess they call it now, what's what the cool kids are calling it. He loves the numbers 420 and 69. He's like a he's like a child, essentially. So people are recommending that he does the fight April 20th of next year. And apparently he's entertaining that idea. So that fight, I guess, will be live streamed. Um, I plan on going live with you guys. And, uh, you know, if we can uh, so that we can watch that, I think it'll be interesting. I think it'll just be interesting. Some people are tying it in to like uh, the Antichrist and blah, blah, blah. Everything, all everything always is tied to like, oh, this is satanic. And I'm just like, man, bro, can we just can we just watch one fight? Like just one. Like, I don't care for fights. I just want to watch Elon Fuss, Elon Musk and Mark Zuckerberg go at it. That's it, man. You know what I mean? I feel like we should do it more. If anything, that's how the presidential debates should be done. Hear me out. Presidential debates, this is the way it should be done. You fight to the better. Oh, also remind me that I have to log off at 945. At 945, can one of you be my alarm? Can one of you set your alarm? I got to log off at 945 today. So in about 30 minutes or so. Um, I've got a very important Zoom call. If you're my Telegram, you know what it's about uh, at 10 o'clock. So just remind me. James, you're in charge. Remind me. Okay. Because if I just say somebody, no one's going to do it. If I name a name, you do it. Okay. So, okay, well, so that's what's going to happen. Oh, it says, Brian Crescent says, will Twitter Blue subscribers or Elon subscribers get any bonus? Perhaps behind the scene footage to what you said? Absolutely. So it's really interesting times. Um, and then we'll go with that. All right. The Los Angeles Times, not so interesting. Uh, this is their headline. COVID-19 is heating up all around the summer. Should we be wearing masks again? The uptick in coronavirus transmission this summer has not brought major alarm from health experts, but it is raising questions about whether the risks are high enough to go back to safety measures that many have abandoned. Dr. Peter Chin Hong, a UC San Francisco infectious disease expert, said transmission is increasing and we haven't seen the crest yet of the wave. Most people, I can't believe we're here three years later and we're still talking about should we be wearing masks? This is so insane to me. Most people have stopped wearing masks and aren't likely to follow suggestions to return to that practice all the time again. But swearing off masks for good, even when sitting on a plane next to someone who is coughing or sneezing, would unnecessarily put people at higher risk for illness. Quote, I think there's like an in-between. Yeah, you know what? That's that's all great. You know, Los Angeles Times, I appreciate your opinion pieces. Not so much, really. Uh, I don't think there's... Okay, let me ask you, the audience, what would be one thing that would actually make you want to wear a mask again? What would you have to see? What would the circumstances have to be for the government to tell you, okay, we need you to put on a mask again because the transmissions are high? And you're like, you know what, dude? Fine. You know what I mean? Like, I don't really care for the mask. I'll do it. It is what it is. I just feel like, I just feel like we're past all that. I, I just, you know, it's one of those things like fool me once. Shame on you. Fool me twice. You're not going to fool me again. You know, I don't know. All right. Matt Tessier says absolutely nothing. Ooh, Evan Blackman getting paid lots of money. Mm. <laughs> Karina says, if I have a pimple on my chin. Mm. Interesting. All right. My sister Martha with the disinformation. Yes. Hello, uh, CDC. Yeah. Look at this comment by my sister. 
says nothing because it doesn't work to begin with. Wow. I didn't know that I was siblings, my sister Martha, my sister in Christ. I know I was siblings with the disinformation police over here. I'm reporting. You know what's so crazy? I was looking at my um old Twitter account uh, that got banned, and it's still banned, by the way. I, I'll be honest. I haven't requested to have it reinstated. I just don't care for it at this point. I, 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 I had way more followers on that Twitter account than I have this one, but it is what it is. What can you do, right? You you. You adapt. It is. And I I was looking at my emails last night of when I got banned on Twitter because I was posting it over on my Instagram channel. And I I realized that I got locked out of my account for COVID disinformation. I want to I actually I'm, I'm probably going to frame that. I want people to know that I was one of those journalists that got locked out of my Twitter account that got banned on on YouTube, got demonetized for over a year because of COVID misinformation information by the way that ended up being true so i don't know i think we're all in the consensus here there's just nothing that's going to bring the mask back it's it's just it's not going to happen my guy you know okay let's jump into this main story the main event here it says utah man killed by fbi allegedly pointed a gun at agents before the facial fatal shooting it says craig Dillowell robertson was fairly was fatally shot when agents were trying to serve a search warrant at his Provo home. It says a Utah man fatally shot by the FBI on Wednesday was armed when FBI agents confronted him at his home. A senior law enforcement official told NBC News. Authorities said he pointed his weapon at agents and did not respond to their commands. Officials said the FBI fatally shot the man who was identified in charging documents as Craig DeLeu. Robertson, as they were serving a warrant at his home in Provo on Wednesday, he had allegedly made threats against President Joe Biden, saying he would need to prepare his camouflage and sniper rifle for Biden's visit to Utah this week. He also openly plotted online the assassination of Alvin Bragg, the Manhattan district attorney whose office is prosecuting former President Donald Trump. The senior law enforcement official said the Secret Service initially referred Robertson and his threats to the FBI. Truth Social, a social media site Trump founded and uses regularly, also alerted the FBI in March about Robertson's threats against Bragg on the site. I want to repeat this little segment in here just in case you guys missed it. Truth Social, the social media site Trump founded and uses regularly, also alerted the FBI in March about Robertson's threats against Bragg on the site, a second senior law enforcement official said. The shooting occurred at 6.15 a.m. Wednesdays, uh, Wednesday as agents were trying to serve arrest and search warrants at Robertson's home. The FBI said in a statement, it said no agents were injured and that the incident was under review by the agency's inspection division. Robertson was shot inside his home in an entryway, one of the officials said. The investigation into the fatal shooting will determine through forensics whether Robertson fired his weapon, a senior official said. The Secret Service said Wednesday it was aware of the investigation and the shooting, but referred all questions to the FBI. Little information was shared Wednesday morning about the circumstances leading up to the shooting in the absence of greater clarity. Partisan-driven misinformation has developed freely on social media. Right-wing posters online have readily compared Robertson to Ashley Babbitt, the pro-Trump protester who was shot as she stormed the U.S. Capitol. She stormed it all by herself, by the way. U.S. Capitol on January 6, 2021. Babbitt, an Air Force veteran, has become a martyr among some on the far right. 
Now, some have claimed that Robertson was killed for his views, which were opposed to the Biden administration. Disinformation is increasing the internet ecosystem, which in turn, blah, 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 that at a time, da, 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 agents are routining, da, 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 $7 fine. It says, not much is known about Robertson's life beyond the shooting. He had only one previous running with law enforcement. He was arrested in 1997 for disorderly conduct, to which he pleaded no contest and paid a $70 fine, according to public records. Robertson's daughter-in-law, Julie Robertson, said in the immediate aftermath of his death that he was a woodworker and a dog lover, but he struggled to descri- but she struggled to describe him. She said the moment was very difficult for the family. Huh. So never been in trouble with the law. Apparently he made, you know, allegedly, because I haven't seen him myself. This is probably going to all be done in, uh, you know, a, a court trial and, and submitted to evidence. Apparently he was threatening President Joe Biden and plotting an assassination of sorts or some kind of scheme. This is where we go back to freedom of speech, but also does that mean freedom of consequence? If you make online threats, especially to kill someone, and in this instance, President Joe Biden, if you make threats to take his life and President Biden is going to be visiting Utah and the FBI has been notified of these online threats, apparently including true socials working with the feds, I'm telling you guys, man, all this stuff is documented. And if you think you're in my Telegram chat and you're safe there, you're not. I'm just, I'm just telling you right now. If you think because you're cool, because you're using a VPN and and you're using a fake profile, stop. Please just stop. Everything that you submit digitally, everything can always be traced back to you. Knock it off with, this is why I choose Android and I hack my Android and I use a VPN and all this stuff. Just please stop. Like you're not Edward Snowden. And even that guy got caught and now he's living in persecution. Please just stop. Stop Stop thinking that because you use the rogue version of your Firefox web browser, incognito, whatever it's called, you're safe. Just please stop. Secondly, we don't know the whole details. Rest in peace to this man. Please don't be stupid in postings online that are gonna could potentially land you in jail. It's just not worth it, man. It really is not. Think whatever you want in your mind, in the safety of your mind, before Elon Musk wires you up to an AI chip, and now your mind is being read by the FBI as well, and your thoughts are being read, right? Minority Report. I think that's the name of the movie, Minority Report, right? Where they're like, it's Tom Cruise, and then they can foresee into the future. You guys always correct me, and I think I always get it wrong, or sometimes I get it right, what the name of the movie is. But just don't, man. It's just not worth it. You know what I mean? Like, why? What would compel compel you? What would compel you to write something like that online? Like, I, I know we joke around sometimes in Minecraft, blah blah blah. Just, you know what I'm saying, man. It's just spare yourself the trouble. Um. All right. So this is a thread. This is Michael Tracy. It says there has been no claim made that this individual fired on FBI agents, as we just saw in an updated article, or even that he was armed at the time of the fatal altercation today. Apparently, uh, a giant squid of militarized personnel was incapable of apprehending a 75-year-old man without gunning him down on his own doorstep. A statement from the – and by the way, this is two days old, so there's new information, which I just read to you guys, uh, but that apparently he was armed at the time of the incident. A statement from the FBI's Salt Lake City field office also makes no mention of any agents being injured, which, updated news, no FBI agent was injured. Quote, we have no further details to provide. The statement says, if this guy really did open fire on FBI agents, wouldn't that probably be the very first detail that they would provide? 
Exactly. If you're writing, if you are writing an article, if you're writing the news, if you're the FBI press and media, you know, relations, and you're trying to set up, the first thing you would want to do is explain to them why this man was shot. To this moment, we have no idea why this man was shot. We don't even know if he raised his arm. We don't know any of these things. All we know is that this man was murdered, that this man was shot and killed. I wouldn't say murdered. I, I apologize if I keep using that word, by the way. It's not intentional. It's not that I'm trying to say that it was a malicious intent. Again, we don't know the circumstances. It's just sometimes with my words, and I'm sure most of you have seen it, dyslexia, or I, I use some words that mean something else. And I don't mean to say murdered with 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 the that they intentionally did this uh, maliciously. I just mean that he was shot and killed. That's what I mean. So just in case I misuse the word again, it's not like, you know, I'm not trying to make that deduction. I'll let you I'll read what I have for you guys and then I'll let you guys make that deduction. Uh, it says this guy's offense was allegedly posting a bunch of demented memes on social media about political figures, which he apparently characterized merely as dreams of his. Either way, note the cheerful, credulous reaction to news of him being executed on site in a surprise 6 a.m. raid. So federal agents shot and killed an old man describing as being frail of health. They who, who used a wooden cane. Uh, and the thing that's supposed to appall us about this incident is that he posted overwrought criticism of politicians on social media. Um, okay, here's what I wanted to read to you guys. Because I was just like, I, I read somewhere that he was morbidly obese and was unable to walk and that he even drove to his church. So this is the report that I was talking to you guys about yesterday. This is who the FBI is claiming had the, quote, ability to conduct sniper tactics and was an imminent threat to kill President Biden. After they barged into the elderly man's house at six in the morning, pumped him with bullets, and then left his body dead, bleeding out on the sidewalk for hours. So this is uh, the Desert News, and then this is what they had to say. Neighbors who spoke with the Desert News described Robertson as a markedly different person than what he portrayed online. One person called him a teddy bear, known for his woodworking who would sit in the same seat at church every Sunday. Another said he was barely mobile weighed nearly 300 pounds, and was unable to walk without a cane. He would actually drive to church, despite it only being about 200 yards from his home, because he had so much trouble moving around. Okay, here's what I'm going to say, and a lot of you might not like what I'm about to say. First and foremost, as a Christian, don't be posting this stuff online. I don't think it's Christian-like to leave church and can't wait to go back home so you can post your fantasies of killing people. I'm sorry. Okay. If that angers anybody, I understand free speech. I understand that maybe it's satire. Oh, come on, dude. It's just, you know, crap posting online. Knock it off. Don't take everything too serious. Well, guess what, man? This guy is dead because of it. And that's what I mean by dude, be cautious of what you do. You know, I, I believe the Bible verse, uh, you know, talks about how, how God calls us to be as, um, as as gentle as doves, but as wise as serpents. Like you got, you need to be smart about these things. You know what I'm saying? Like, stop thinking that because you're an anon, you'll never be found out. They're probably already after you, you know, as opposed to if they knew who you were and where you worked and they knew that you were just some guy, you know, whatever, reposting neocon stuff. But another thing that I wanted to say was just because... And I feel like the narrative here by Michael Tracy is how could this guy be a threat? 
And here's what I will say using a lot of conservative and right-leaning, I, I guess, tropes of, of the reason and the importance of the Second Amendment. The gun, the weapon, right? The, the, the tool that is a gun, whether it's a rifle, whether it's a sniper rifle, whether it's a, a, a pistol, a handgun, whatever, everything and anything in between. Many people say it is the greatest equalizer. You can be a 300-pound man that cannot walk. You can be a tiny five-foot woman that weighs 95 pounds soaking wet. The gun is the greatest equalizer, meaning if you are properly trained and you know how to operate a weapon, I wouldn't even I would even argue you don't have to be properly trained. Just owning a weapon, meaning meaning a gun, it's the greatest equalizer because you can literally be strapped to an oxygen tank sitting in your doorstep, facing the window, watching TV, facing the door, watching TV. Some guy just breaks in, kicks the door open and says, you know, hey, I'm here to rob you. And they're pointing a gun. Bro, if you're quick on the draw, you're quick on it, the greatest equalizer. Without even having to move, you don't even have to get up off your sofa. You're quick in that draw. You got that grandpa shotgun just rocking yourself back and forth watching TV, spitting your, you know, your chew into, into the jar, you know, because you, you, you finessed it, you know, whatever, strapped up to your oxygen. Some guy breaks in and says, you know, Hands in the air, blah, 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 blah. Brother, let me tell you something right now, man. That's it, man. You know, quick on the draw. The, the gun is the greatest equalizer, right? So I'm not buying the narrative that, like, this guy cannot be a danger. Let's Let's stop that, you know? But obviously, I think it is fair to take into consideration and I think the court will take into consideration his weight, his his immobility of whether this guy was being serious and if it warranted being shot by police. Now, again, we don't know the motive of why he was shot. We're going to have to wait and see. But in my opinion, and again, this is just my opinion, the fact that the reason he was shot has not yet been revealed. And they say that no federal agent was harmed, that no threat was made against the federal agent. They don't even have federal agents quotes on what the man said he didn't even they can't the fbi right now at this time days later cannot even tell tell the press or the american people because maybe they don't have it maybe they're waiting i don't know they can even tell upon entering the man's home and opening the door the man inside with a weapon by his side threatened law enforcement that if they came in he was going to shoot them they can't even say that. So again, reason, we just don't know. Neighbors also described a harrowing scene with dozens of agents converging on the Provo house, rifles drawn and hiding behind bulletproof shields as flashbangs exploded. Quote, I just can't believe that this man warranted that kind of response, said Travis Clark, who lived up the street from Robertson. The neighbor who spoke on the condition of anonymity said they were shocked by the police presence and disturbed by what they saw after the shooting. Um... So I don't know, just for the sake of time, because I think I got like 10 minutes left here. Um, we're going to have to wait and see, man. I, it, it seems like off of everything we know right now, it doesn't seem like it was warranted. It says every last person, local Utah newspaper I've interviewed about this man is mystified that the FBI could have possibly perceived him as a genuine threat. 
Uh, and so this is like the Salt Lake Tribune and other people. This is another thread that I have here. Rest in power, Craig. And this is kind of like where the media was saying that the right wing, that the alt-right is taking to Twitter to kind of make this guy out to be a martyr. Apparently, this is a picture of the man here. It says here, uh, rest in power, Craig Robinson, uh, you know, and um, yeah, it's uh, well, we'll see, you know, and oh, apparently this is stuff that he posted uh this is him allegedly you know again i cannot confirm there's so much information and misinformation on the internet all i can confirm is the stuff that i've read to you from verified sources but apparently this is uh, again him this is another one and then this is him on the right kind of dressed up in in tactical uh in in some tactical gear including what looks to be like a bulletproof uh helmet some uh a baklava i learned that word yesterday baklava and um uh you know tactical gear tactical gloves it says uh craig robertson and apparently this is like post that he posted again i cannot verify but uh, allegedly according to this source it says in my dream i see joe biden's body in a dark corner of a dc parking garage and i'm not going to read that for you guys but it says hey fbi you still monitoring my social media checking so i can be sure to have a loaded weapon handy in case you drop by again and then it has like a laughing emojis uh, perhaps Utah will become famous this week as as they place a sniper uh, t takes out Biden, the Marxist. So, again, dude, and then apparently, and it doesn't even look to be an Anon account. It seems to be like he was using his real name, Craig Robertson. And so now there's people saying, like, why would you use your real name? This is a PSYOP. So, I mean, you know what I'm saying, dude? I just... As of right now, we know this man, Craig Robertson, made online media posts, and you guys read some of them. You got to see them if you're watching this on, on video. Don't be, don't just don't, you know what I'm saying? Like, I understand freedom of speech, but is it freedom of consequence? No. And unfortunately, he found out the hard way. And, you know, whatever happens next, only time will tell, but I'll get back to you guys on that story. All right. On to the other uh, big story, latest. Uh, this is NBC News as of today. The latest is at least 55 dead in Maui wildfires, six fires still burning in Maui and the Big Island. Lahaina fire now 80% contained. Many historic landmarks are lost. Hawaii governor says fires are likely the largest natural disaster in state history. Wow, man, that's devastating. And um, just, just to kind of give you guys uh, uh, a visual of what's happening there. Uh, this is terrifying footage showing people jumping into the ocean to escape the fires in Maui. So I guess it was parts of Maui where people were trying to escape the fires. They were entrapped and their only option was to jump into the ocean. And this is what this video depicts here. Um, and you guys can see for yourself. I mean, there's there's videos like this throughout Twitter where you can see people literally jumping into the ocean. Uh, that part of the ocean looks like it's a little bit shallow and it looks like people are able to hold on to stuff. Praying for these people, man. It's it's really terrible what's happening in Maui. And, um, you know, I'm going to read this article here for you guys. And uh, this is CBS News. It says, how did the Maui fires start? Because now there's conspiracies around that. Some people say that they, some people say, and YouTube don't come after me. Some people say that they have video evidence or they have photo images that cannot be, I don't know, supposedly they're doctored AI footage saying that they're giant laser beams coming out of the sky that started this. I don't know. Even some of you on my Telegram said like, hey man, I'm hearing that this was actually like weather manipulation. I don't know. 
And here's the reality. I will read this article for you guys, and you guys will just laugh it off and be like, I know what really happened. Bill Gates. So for all what it's worth, I'm just going to read what the mainstream media is saying, what started this. At the end of the day, I think it's safe to say we can all pray for these people in Maui. Conspiracy or not, it, that stuff aside, man, like these, these are people that are going through a tough time right now, you know. So it says, how did the Maui fire start? What we know about the cause of the Lahaina blaze. And I apologize if I'm mispronouncing that. Hawaiians, don't get angry at me. Deadly wildfires burning in Hawaii have killed dozens and forced thousands to evacuate, fueled by a mix of land and atmospheric conditions that can create fire weather. A massive blaze destroyed much of the historic town of Lahaina on Maui. The U.S. Coast Guard uh, said crews rescued 17 people who jumped into the Lahaina Harbor in an effort to escape the flames. On Front Street, a popular tourist destination, business owner Alan Dickar described seeing buildings on both sides of the street engulfed in flames. There were no fire trucks at that point. I think the fire department was overwhelmed, Dickar told the CBS Honolulu aff affiliate. Speaking later to CBS News, Patrick uh, Torfey, he said, Maui can't handle this. A lot of people just lost their jobs because a lot of businesses burned. A lot of people lost their homes. This is going to be devastating for Maui. And actually, uh, I know uh, California Governor Newsom. Uh, again, please, guys, like whatever you think of Governor Newsom, just keep it to yourself for now. But he said that they're going to be sending uh, aid to Maui. They're going to be sending resources. I believe National Guard in California are going to be deployed, if, if I'm not mistaken, uh, to Maui to, to help with the efforts. And, and I think that it's um, it's it's being understated just how devastating this is going to be, you know, and, and I think that people are calling for like a national emergency. I know that um, Congress is worried right now if Ukraine can get twenty five billion dollars uh, for that proxy war with Ukraine. But uh, maybe just maybe we can get a couple billion dollars over to the efforts in Maui and uh, what's happening there. It says, speaking later to CBS News, Patrick Torfey, uh, he added, Maui can't, oh, I, I already said this. It says, what caused the Maui fire? Much of Hawaii was under a red flag warning for fire risk when the wildfires broke out. But the exact cause of the blaze is still unknown. I'm going to reread that. Much of Hawaii was under a red flag warning for fire risk when the wildfires broke out. But the exact cause of the blaze is still unknown hmm. quote we don't know what ex actually ignited the fires but we were made aware in advance by the national weather service that we were in a red flag situation so that's dry conditions for a long time so the fuel the trees and everything was dry major general uh major general kenneth hara commander general of the hawaii army army national guard said at a briefing wednesday that along with low humidity and high winds set the conditions for the wildfires, he said. He says the winds were just getting out of control. Power lines were down everywhere. Maui resident J.D. Hassemer, who owned a business in Lahaina, later told CBS Mornings, we just decided it was not safe to stay around for the day. The powerful winds fanning the flames were generated by Hurricane Dora, a storm that was moving across the Pacific Ocean hundreds of miles south of the Hawaiian Islands. The National Weather Service said the hurricane classified as a... Uh, uh, National Weather Service said, period, pause. The hurricane, classified as a Category 4 by the Central Pacific Hurricane Center on Wednesday morning, contributed to heavy winds, heavy wind gusts above 60 miles per hour that tore through Maui, knocking out power lines and damaging homes. National Guard helicopters activated as part of the state's emergency response to the wildfires were grounded as the wind gusts picked up on Tuesday. And... Um, 
uh, let me see here, Maui fires. And uh, so I actually wanted to go back to this one here for you guys. I just wanted to read real quick. Uh, we have uh, Miss Cat with a $5 super sticker. Thank you so much, my friend. I really appreciate you guys. It is Friday. So thank you guys again for uh, helping out. And then uh, Miss uh, Lena Valencia, happy Friday. One minute. Uh, yes, I got to get going here. I, I, I can give you guys a two more minutes, um, but I just wanted to go over this again uh, with the with the Maui fires and um uh, thank you so much again, you guys, for joining me. But this is, um, you know, Wall Street Silver. So you guys can see the devastating impact from an aerial view. This is the Maui fires. And then I'll open this up for you guys so you guys can see. And then for the audio only, uh, this looks to be like a Google image of what the top used to look like. Obviously, you can see a lot of green. You can see a lot of different colors of the different buildings. This looks to be like the Laena Public Library. Um, uh, this is like a lighthouse here. And then look at the bottom here, just how devastating this is, man. These Again, you got to understand that when these things happen, it's not just like a, a couple buildings get on fire. It's what are those buildings going to impact? You know, it's it's going to be jobs. It's going to be families. There are people there that their only job was owning this building and, and maybe they were making it paycheck to paycheck. And now that they've lost it, like, what are they going to do? You know, and so um, very devastating. And then this is like another video for you guys. So you guys. And these are drivers just going to the flames. Oh, God damn it. Let's go. Let's fire to there. Let's go. Mm. Wow. Let's go down to Burger. Okay, so I just want to back up a little bit, and uh, I wanted to show you guys this part right here. Pay attention to the car right in front, and I'll describe it for the audio only afterward. You see how it was bumping up and down? There are reports that um, some people were just so engulfed by the flames and the smoke, they actually ended up dying as they left their vehicles and tried to get out. And there's actually some videos that I've seen, and you can find them on Twitter um, or probably TikTok, uh, where you can actually see, um, man, it's just so devastating. You can see people laying down on on the concrete and, and people are having to like go over them with their vehicles uh, that unfortunately died because they were just so engulfed by the flames, the heat and the smoke uh, that they ended up dying just trying to flee. And so that's really devastating. And um, uh, apparently this was a different angle. Uh, this is um, uh, what, what ended up happening was they're, they're running over the bodies, man. And it's just, ah, man, this sucks, dude. You know, um, it's it's really terrible what's happening. So just continue to have Hawaii uh, in your prayers. This is a video that we all already saw. Um, let's see here. The Maui fire that tore to Lahaina. Yeah, this is another aerial view here. So this is the before and after right here by news alert. As you guys can see, the smoke all the way from up top. Mm. Yeah, again, the latest as of three hours ago is 55 people dead in Maui. So as of right now, we just don't actually have. Um, oh, and this is like another little afterward. Wow, look at this. I mean, these are entire communities that have just been burned down. Wow. Oh, folks, home, gone. I guess this was like an elderly residential area. Wow. So they're, this, these are drivers they are going through. This looks like a, a place that has already been 
engulfed. So they're actually going through the aftermath. It doesn't look like they're trying to escape anything. They're just kind of following up and looking to see what the damage is. And everything in front of them, everything to their left, everything to the right has just been engulfed by flames. And wow. Mm. Tragic, man. Obviously, you can see like we hear the sirens everywhere. But um, yeah, man, you know, I I, I know that um, it, it's hard times right now, and I know that um, you know. Uh, actually, let me see if by chance, in case you guys want to, how do the wildfires usually start? Yada yada. Where are the fires in Maui? Is there no like place that they can donate? I'll try to find some places where you guys can donate. I know some of you have been asking. Also, over on uh, Instagram. Because I posted about this, there is how where where can people donate, you know, to to kind of. So I'll, I'll post a link for you guys on Telegram a little bit later, and I'll and I'll definitely get that over for you guys. Um, but you know, keep Maui in 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 prayer. As of right now, nine fifty a.m. Friday, August eleventh, year of the Lord two thousand twenty-three. We just don't have a reason of or or really an explanation on what caused these fires. Um, but uh, we'll definitely keep them in prayer, and I'll make sure to share that link with you guys. Uh, again, apologize that it's a short one today. Um, and then starting next week, just FYI, uh, we will start going live at 10 a.m., which actually I think all of you said that that actually works out better for you guys. So starting next Monday, we will be live not at 9 a.m., but 10 a.m. That'll be 1 p.m. Eastern time for all my Eastern uh, time folks. Um, and, and that's just due to schedule change. We've got a lot of great things for you guys. Next Wednesday, we're going to have two great guests on our um, and on our YouTube. So please make sure you guys keep liking the videos. Make sure you guys keep subscribing. Invite people to the conversation, guys. Send the link over to people. Next week, we're going to have two great activist warriors that have been on the front lines of what's happening with the school system. And they are going to preview for you. Uh, what's going to happen with the school board system and, and everything that they're going to be fighting for going up to election day. I'm telling you next Wednesday is going to be powerful. Every Wednesday is a great conversation, but I'm telling you right now, you're not going to want to miss out on next Wednesday. But the only way we do this, guys, you guys know the only way we grow around here is if you guys continue to support. We don't have any sponsors. We don't have any donors. We don't have any of those things. Everything goes by $5 donations, small $10 donations that allow us to be able to buy the equipment, pay the producers, pay everybody, um, and, 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 and be able to create the content for you guys to have these important conversations, to know what's happening, not just around the world, but especially here in California. And if you're in California and you're listening, I'm telling you right now, it is your duty to share this podcast. I We share everything around here, you know, and, and you guys submit local stories for us to, 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 to share here with you guys. I, you know, my goal is to become the number one source for all Californians. And, and even if you're not from California, I appreciate your support and love because I think you guys in some sense care about California because you know that as California goes, so goes the nation. If we can change things here, my goal is this. 2024, this information hub has informed so many people and, and making smart decisions and smart votes that we will have great wins in 2024 that is going to change the dynamic of all of California. And so it starts here in Los Angeles. It starts here in the heart of the beast. And I, I know that we can do it, but we need your help. Please 
patreon.com forward slash inform with Anthony for as little as $5, $10. We're on a road to 1,000 subscribers at $10 each. I believe last time I checked, we've had 14 people sign up since we did that. So thank you guys to everyone that's already a paid subscriber, to everyone that donates to the streams, the people that donate monthly, the people that, uh, you know, Venmo me, whatever, Zell me, whatever. Um, I really appreciate you guys. And the way that looks is if you want to just make a one-time investment, just one time, all the way to 2024, if you make a donation of $160 from now all the way, it, it covers from now all the way to um, uh, November of 2024. So if you just make that one time, if you've never donated, if you're not a subscriber, if you just make a one-time donation of $160, if we can get a thousand people to do that, it, it pays for our studio. It pays for our guests. It pays for the conversations. It pays for equipment. It pays for producers, editors, a whole team. And then we can even hire some journalists so that if I'm not able to make something, for example, on the 21st, there's going to be a rally in Sacramento. On the 22nd, there's going to be a massive rally in Los Angeles. I'm trying to make it a both, but I just can't guarantee that I'll be there for both. I want to be able to hire other people. If I can hire a journalist in Sacramento, then I don't have to go. They can just go and then we can provide the coverage for you guys. We can do the interviews for you guys. And then I can cover the Los Angeles one the very next day. But by myself, like I'm, I'm fine doing it. I'm not saying it's impossible to do. I'm just going to have to book a late flight. I was thinking of driving to save money or going all the way to Sacramento and back. And that's like a six, seven hour drive one way. So that's like a 14 hour drive in the, sp in the span of 48 hours. And, and again, I don't mind. I'm not saying like, guys, this is toll on me. No, 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 no. But if I realistically want to be able to be there on the 21st and come back in time for the 22nd one, which is going to be at 10 a.m. on Tuesday, I have to take a flight and it's going to be a late night flight. And again, I don't mind, but that's like money that we need to use. So again, you're not paying for me to have a Bugatti. You're not paying for me to have a home. I already have a home. I have a different job, but I'm talking about as far as Inform with Anthony, the platform itself. Um, we need your support. And it's the only way that we get ahead. So with that, you know, I pray that you guys have a blessed weekend, a blessed rest of your Friday. I appreciate you guys tuning in. I appreciate all my subscribers and donors. If you don't subscribe, if you don't donate, um, please become a subscriber today. Patreon.com forward slash inform with Anthony. You guys can, all the links are down below. You can buy some merch, whatever you, whatever the case might be. I appreciate you guys again. You guys have a good rest of your weekend. Take care, guys. God bless. Have a good one.